Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We are True Life Ministry under the leadership of our pastor, Elder Gregory Hughes. Amen. Uh, we definitely welcome you to Power and Glory Morning Intercession uh, as we roll into, uh, we're headed into our fourth year uh, at this point. Um, we're, we're, we're rolling to it, you know, into the next year. Uh, and it is definitely a blessing uh, to, to, serve God in such a manner, uh, to serve ministry in such a manner, to serve God's people in such a manner. Um, we thank God for uh, Dr. Arrington, amen, and she provides Naomi's word, uh, and she has been doing so now for we're, we're, we're over three years at this point, amen. I'm just, I'm just glad about it, um, that God has done such a, a great thing, um, and he's used her mightily to be a blessing to myself and other women and men who listen to uh, Power and Glory Morning Intercession, amen, because it's not just the prayer, but it's also a word to help sustain us, amen, to encourage us and, and help us get about this thing uh, called the journey. Amen. Um, I was listening to that song this morning, got to make this journey somehow. The name of the song is somehow old school, but somehow, somehow, some way, somehow, no matter what comes, what goes on, the devil's on my track trying to turn me back. See, that's the sole goal is to cause you to go back, go back, go back, go in the opposite direction of God, go back to regress, to go back to the way that you lived your life. But we thank you, oh, God, we thank God for giving us a a word and for taking us to a place of intercessory prayer to just help us, to sustain us until we can get back to the house of God. Uh, We keep God daily now in our our lives. Amen. So uh, definitely, uh, True Life Ministries is one church, two locations. We are in uh, two places in Canton, Georgia, uh, one physical house, and then we have extended it uh, into a nursing home that is actually there in Canton, Georgia. And then there's also the East Point location. Visit our website, um, and it's True Life Ministries, inc.org. Again, that's True Life Ministries, inc.org. And you can get information on who we are, where we are, and whose we are. Amen. Amen, and we are also on Facebook, and you'll look for True Life Ministries, INC, Inc., of course. Uh, again, that's True Life Ministries, Inc., uh, and you will find us, uh, uh, find out about us and who we are and who we are and all that good stuff. Amen. And with all of that said, good morning, Dr. Everton. Good morning, Elder Angelia. Good morning, good morning. Good morning, and welcome all of you to Naomi's Word as a uh, Elder Angelia reminded us we're walking into our fourth year. Amen. And uh, we're, we're grateful to that and grateful for that. And as the assignment was given, we are here to bring to you, our listeners, words of knowledge that will inspire, encourage, motivate, and to help guide you in all wisdom and in all truth. It is our goal through these messages given through the character of Naomi and through the sincere and fervent prayer to give you understanding about who you are, whose you are, what you possess, why you are here, but also of how to navigate in and through this life as a believer in Christ and as a child of the Most High God. Through the fervent prayer given by Elder Angelia, we just thank God for her, a lot of healing, a lot of deliverance, and 
other things and just a piece of the day comes out of the fact that she has a relationship with God. And with that relationship, she is praying for each and every one of us. Amen. As we know here at Naomi's Word, God will provide in word and in deed. To this program assignment, we say yes and amen, and we will continue to press forward, trusting God in all the ways that he has given us opportunity. Amen. Jeremiah 29.11 says, For I know the plans that I, and thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord, plans for peace and well-being and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. It is in your now time that he reveals himself to you, the believer, and the plans that he has for you. While he has placed in our hearts and minds what he has placed in our hearts and minds, we are to use as stepping stones toward the predestined and preordained path that he has chosen for us. He then tells us and reminds us in his word that we are to apply our now faith and to believe what he has said to us concerning his plans for our lives. It is in this process that we must continue to walk by faith as we faith our way through this journey called purpose and destiny for our lives. Never forget that life, it is a process toward our living. Once again, life, it is a process, and your participation is required. In your own life, just show up. After all, we know that Jesus came, that we might have life and have it more abundantly. He showed up for you. And he showed up for me. Amen. As you prepare for for today's message, as a reminder, always and daily put on the most offensive weapons of choice available to the believer, the whole armor of God. It is found in Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. Also, remember to ask the Holy Spirit to create in me a clean heart of God and renew the right spirit within me. That's Psalms 51, 10 through 13. As you study to show yourself approved, speak and meditate on these and any other scriptures that come to heart and to your remembrance as often as you need to. Know and understand that we are not alone in our doings. As believers in the body of Christ, know that God is for us and with us always. He promised in his word that he would never leave us nor forsake us. We have to also remember that um, God said in his word, he says, when you hear my voice, harden not your heart. Understand and know that is basically stating to you that he will be speaking with you. Are you ready and are you listening? Amen. With that said, let's begin. We're on a continued title of God Wants Your Focus Back on Him. The topic today is a continued topic. This one is called Coming to Know the Will of God for My Life, Believing that All Things Work Together for Good. This is part eight. Amen. Scripture is Romans twelve twenty-eight and 31. And we know with great confidence that God, who is deeply concerned about us, causes all things to work together as a plan for good for those who love God, to those who are called according to his plan and purpose. What then shall we say? all these things, if God is for us, who can be successful against us? Our focus today, uh, we're, we're referring to what we call the essential, the essential mission of the body of Christ is that you are here today to live a life of meaning, to live it well. You are here today to make a difference. You are here today to witness the beauty of this life. You are here today to take action and to create new goodness. Today you are here to express values you treasure. Today you are here to support all you love and care about. You are here today to learn, to grow, to feel, and to give. You are here to wonder, to explore, to share, and to encourage. You are here today because no one else can do what you can do. No one else can offer what you have to offer. So, live today as though it is your unique, essential mission to be you and to be doing what you do. For in countless ways, on all kinds of levels, it is. Amen. God wants to redeem his human creations from Satan and reconcile them back to himself so we can fulfill the purpose for which we were created. 
Once we are fully under his umbrella, God uses us to reach others so that they too can also serve the kingdom of God. He calls us, he saves us, justifies, sanctifies us, qualifies, glorifies us for his glory. Then he sends us out. The Bible says we have been sent to speak for Christ. We are the messengers of God's love and purpose to the world. If you don't know who you are or what you're supposed to be doing while you are here, you must pursue a relationship with him. The Holy Spirit in due season will reveal to you just who you are. Never forget who and what God has called you to. Understand and know that you did not call him. He called you. You only have privilege as a child of the Most High God to call on the name of Jesus. Never forget that. He called you to finish the works and missions of Christ. As his creation, you have got to show up as the real authentic you. People are watching, believers and unbelievers. Much of the time, you are the only Christ that, like creation that people see lived out on this and in this earth. Once again, God wants to use you and to show you, you. He wants to see his glory come out of you. No one else is required to be you or to do you. Only you have that assignment. Learn to become and to be you. Discover what it is that he is trying to tell you about you and, uh, and how to become you. Listen to and for his voice, that still, quiet voice, and to the word of God that will speak to you as you read and study. A question to you is this. Are you listening so that when he does speak to you, you can hear him? Is there clarity in his speaking? Can you identify and know that it is his voice? Once again, he says, when you hear my voice, harden not your heart. With that said, we're going to, once again, address the issue of God's God, of God wants our focus back on him. The title of this message is Coming to Know the Will of God for My Life, Believing that All Things Work Together for Good, Part 8. So let's begin. I would like to share with you the following message. This is in regard to understanding and knowing the will of God. You know, we live and we exist, but the question is, are we living and existing in the will will of God, in his perfect will? Are we living and existing in the plan that God had for us, are we, or are we still just doing our own thing, thinking that it's right? So with that, in your relationship with Christ, through the power of the Holy Spirit, he will let you know what is right and righteous to God versus what you think is right. Understand, God speaks through the heart. Amen. So I'm going to talk to you about eight keys of knowing God's will for your life. Throughout my life, from a child to the ripe age of being referred to as a seasoned saint, okay, I seem to continually wrestle with knowing God's will for my life. When I learned that in spirit and in truth that God had a plan for my life, I wanted more than anything to follow his plan. Interestingly enough, now that I am older and more mature, I still wrestle with doing his will in my life. I have come to learn that in order to stay in the exact center of his plan, I must make a lifelong endeavor to pursue his plan and his will in and for my own life. So then, how can we know God's plan for our lives? Here are eight keys to knowing God's will. And here they are. Number one is I must walk with God. For starters, if you are interested in knowing God's plan for your life, then you must learn to walk with God, not before him, with him. You need to develop a relationship with him. Christianity is all about relationship rather than just religion. Know that it is up to you to pursue a relationship with God. I can't pursue your relationship with him for you. You must do it for yourself. You must be the force and the source pressing to cultivate your relationship with him. You must seek to know him and not just seek to know about him. Amen. You will cultivate that relationship best by spending time in his word, taking time for prayer, 
and taking every opportunity you can to be involved in church and small group Bible study opportunities, etc. When you seek these disciplines in your life, God will begin to the first steps of revealing his plan to you. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in and rely confidently on the Lord with all your heart, and do not rely on your own insight or understanding. In all your ways, know and acknowledge and recognize him, and he will make your path straight and smooth, removing obstacles that block your way. Number two, you must surrender your will to God's will. He's not going to make you because that's not who the Holy Spirit is. The Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He's not going to make you do anything. So you have got to understand you have to make a decision and a choice. And keep in mind, once again, you must surrender your will to God's will. Many times when we say we are seeking God's will, what we are really wanting is for God to know that the plans that we have come up with is okay and from him. We want to tell God that here's what I'm planning to do. Now I need you to rubber stamp what I have come up with. And I must tell you that this is not really the most effective method in finding his true will for your life. Before God will begin to reveal his will to you, you must be committed to doing whatever it is that he desires for you to do. God will likely be slow to show you his plan, especially if he knows you will more than likely not do that plan anyway. Romans 12, 1 and 2 says, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies, dedicating all of yourselves set apart as a living sacrifice, holy and well-pleasing to God, which is your rational, logical, intelligent act of worship. And do not be conformed to this world, any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourselves what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. Jesus was willing to die for us, So shouldn't we be willing to live for him? When we surrender to him, that is when he really begins to direct our steps and bring order into our lives. Number three, you must obey what you already know to be God's will. And the the text or the book or the instruction manual for you is the word of God. Many people seem to want to know what God's plan is for their lives but they overlook the fact that 98% of his will is already pre-planned, okay? I'll repeat that. 98% of his will is already pre-planned. You know, he's got a, a, a his will and he's got his perfect will. We're all in his will, but his perfect will is the one we should be pursuing. Okay, he has already, read, already pre-planned and directed carefully through his word. God is very clear about many, many aspects of his will. If we do not obey the things that God has shown us clearly to be his will, why would we think he would reveal any additional information regarding his plans for our lives? Obedience is an important first step. And I think the Bible says obedience is better than sacrifice. Number four, seek godly input. One key component to finding God's will is to seek the input of godly advisors, godly authorities in your life. If you don't currently have godly mentors, authorities, and advisors, then I would highly recommend that you seek them out right away. Ask God to show you just who you have already been assigned to so that they may assist you as you come to learn and know his will, understanding. He may have assigned you to others to also be their godly influence, their godly authority, and godly mentors. But the thing is, again, this is something you've got to birth out of you. And when you're going towards what God has in his will for you, his perfect will, he will show you those people. Think of it this way. You should, and, and, and for example, your pastor uh, would be a person like that for you, your teacher, your advisor, your instructor, 
uh, your really truly God friend. I won't say good friend. I'll say God friend. Those are some of those people we're referring to. And keep this in mind, you don't need a whole lot of them. You only need a few. Think of it this way. You should understand that you are basically a composite of the small group of people you spend the most time with. So then it is vital that you choose those group of people very well. If you choose to surround yourself with godly advisors, uh, mentors, authorities, they will be instrumental to helping you discern God's plan for your life. But if you surround yourself with people who are far from God, your hope of finding his best for your life will be very greatly diminished. Proverbs 11.14 says, Where there is no counsel, the people fall. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. The church is designed to help you greatly with this. I would encourage you not to avoid the assembly of the people of God and be in church at every opportunity the doors are open. The more you involve yourself with a community of believers, the greater your chances will be of finding godly men and women who can help you discern God's will. Number five, pay attention to how God has wired you. Not somebody else wired you. Learn to know yourself. God has created you to fulfill a specific role in this world. There is no one else who can achieve completely what God has purposely created you to do. The Apostle Peter gives us this admonition. 1 Peter 4.10, as each one has received a gift, minister it to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. God has gifted every one of us to perform a special mission for which we alone were created. How amazing is that? Wow. So when you seek to discover God's will for your life, pay attention to how he has gifted you. His plan for you will always be directed related to the gifts that he has bestowed upon you. The great news is that you will automatically be good at whatever it is that he has called you to do. Number six, we must listen to God's spirit. I experienced a major turning point in my own prayer life when I learned simply to shut up while I was praying. That may sound odd to you, and it seemed odd to me at first. You see, I used to do all the talking when I prayed to God. That book completely changed. I read a book that completely changed the way I approached God through prayer. Through my studies and in my pursuit to know God, I have added a significant component to my prayer life as a result, and that is being still to listen. I take time to listen to what God might have to say to me. During prayer, many times I bring a notepad with me when I sit down to pray. Then I write at the top of several pages things that are lead pages, like like the following I will share with you. Lord, I want to do your will for my life. I need clarity in every area of my life. Have you asked God about the things of interest or concern? Have you talked to him? Have you asked God questions such as, what am I supposed to be doing with my life? What should my career be? Which is the gift of God that is supposed to be operating in my life? Where should I continue to further my education? What should I, t- what should I, should I take this job or is there something better on the horizon? Who should I marry or what is the next step for my family? What is my God assignment? What is the next step in my ministry? What is the next step in my finances? And how will all things work together for me? These are just some of the questions. Fortunately, our God has, is, a, is a great God. He's an awesome God. Whatever it is you need to talk to him about and ask him about, you have to go directly to him in prayer, in the name of Jesus, and through the power of the Holy Spirit. These things will be manifest to you. Uh, in your understanding. If not, why not? Why aren't you asking God these questions? Why aren't you talking to him? You are in relationship with him. You have a right to communicate. So during my prayer time, I meditate on questions such as the ones that's just stated. Often God will start flooding my heart with ideas and information 
regarding one or more of those questions. I write as fast as I can as he speaks to my heart. What a glorious experience that is to sense his spirit on me, guiding my thoughts and words. Through experiences like these, he has shown me many times with great clarity what his will is for my life. I long for those experiences when he speaks to me like that. Those times are truly life-changing. John 10:27 says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Number seven, listen to your heart, not somebody else's heart, your heart. In addition to listening to the Spirit, I also recommend listening to your heart. To understand my point, consider the following passage, Psalms 37, 4 and 5. It says, Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he will bring to pass whatever it is. I love this passage because it it shows me that when I am walking with the Lord, he will actually allow me to do many really cool and awesome things that I actually love to do. When you are close to him, he begins to shape your desires so that you desire the things that he has already called you to do. So then, his plan then actually becomes a super exciting adventure. I always have the most fun in life when I am doing God's will, and that is because he shapes my heart and mind. My wanter, and that's W-A-N-T-E-R, which is my will to want to do what God would have me to do, shows me that I truly want to do the things for which he has actually created me for. You have to have a want to. When you have a want to in your heart, things can get done. Number eight, take a look at your circumstances. God often clearly demonstrates his plan for our lives by lining up circumstances in obvious ways. And he also shows us what his will is not for us to do in that same way. For example, he is, it is not his will for you to take the job that if it is not his will for you to take the job that was not offered to you. So therefore, don't be upset because you didn't get it. Or if you are five foot, six inches tall, weigh 125 pounds, it is not exactly the, that, that God has created you to play professional basketball. Some answers to your questions are very clear. Over the years, I have discovered that God is very good at opening and closing doors. He even did that for the Apostle Paul in his, in his entourage in Acts. Acts 16, 6 through 10 says, Now when we had gone through Pyrogyra at the region of Galatia, we were forbidden by the Holy Spirit to preach the word in Asia. After they had come to Mycenae, they tried to go to Bithynia, but the Spirit did not permit them. So, passing in Mycenae, they came down to Tros, and a vision appeared to Paul in the night. A man of Macedonia stood and pleaded with him, saying, Come over to Macedonia to help us. Now, after he had seen the vision, immediately we sought to go to Macedonia, concluding that the Lord had called us to preach the gospel to him. So we can go about trying to be well-doing, but if, it is not a, if it's not God, then you're out, you're out of the line of what he would have you to do. Always and always it's a good time to be an encouragement to God, but you also have to wait on his godly assignments. Therefore, when you're going under his authority and his power and his might, what he needs to have done will be done. So listen to the direction of the Holy Spirit. So when Paul had to face closed doors in his ministry, God often uses closed doors to show us clearly what he does not want us to do. And he also uses open doors at times to show us what he does want us to do. Of course, this does not mean that every open door is definitely God's plan, but it does help to give you some basic direction. The next time you begin to ponder God's plan for your life, I would encourage you to mull over some or all of the above keys. Use these principles to help you hone in on his plan. And when you seek his will earnestly, you will find it. He promised in his word, he promised it in his word, and he said, 
Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Will you be still and know that I am God? Amen. Psalms 46, 7 through 11 says, The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold, our refuge, our high tower. Selah. Come, behold the works of the Lord, who has brought desolations and wonders on the earth. He makes wars to cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow into pieces and snaps the spear in two. He burns the chariots with fire. And then he says, be still and know. Recognize, understand that I am God and I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob, our stronghold, our refuge, our high tower. Selah. The world has the world can seem like an unfriendly, threatening place, yet we all want safety, health, and happiness for ourselves and our loved ones. How can one ordinary person, you, me, or anyone, make a positive difference in this world? One way is to keep studying the word of God to show yourselves approved and listen and hear the voice of the Holy Spirit and follow his instructions. Another personal way may be to pay it forward and or random acts of kindness. While the steps might be simple, the outcome could create a sense of luck and goodwill or blessings that will change the world. Most times, it is that still, quiet voice that directs you to these acts. The world uses luck. The body of Christ uses blessings. But we need to understand and define what luck is. It's being blessed. Be attentive wherever you are for opportunities to help someone else. Do something nice for someone you don't know or don't know very well. Spread the word. If the person thanks you and wants to repay you, that is, pay it back, let them know that you would really like what you would really like is for them to pay it forward. You'd like them to do something nice for someone they don't know. The idea is to consciously increase the goodness of the world. Pay it forward. When you notice that someone has done something nice for you, make a note in your mind to practice random acts of kindness towards other people. Reminder to each and every one of us, God planted us here. He even made our frames out of the dust of this earth. He blew the breath of life into man through the Holy Spirit of God. As we have been planted, the world must the world <clears throat> the word of God which is in Christ Jesus has watered us. But as the word says, it is God who gives the increase. We too must be the planters and waterers for the sake of the kingdom. Understand and know that he knows what he has planted from the beginning. Amen. Each day that we are here brings about new opportunities for the believer to understand who he or she is in him. He desires that you allow him to manifest himself into and through you to give you clarity and understanding on how to live this Christian life. Only you can do and be you. You must desire in your heart to do and be in his perfect will for your life. As a chosen vessel, vessel, you are unique, whole, and complete. But understand, only in him. Let's face it, you are the man in your own mirror. You must know for yourself as you continue to press forward towards something new that his word says that he is about to show you, to give to you, manifest a new thing in your life. It's not new to the Holy Spirit. It is only new to your revealed memory. Remember, a desire to change begins with the need to change. The Holy Spirit is a change agent of your reality, and he is waiting on you. Now, do you believe that you were sent here to this earth to make a difference? Then, if you do, you must reimagine your possibilities. Each believer possesses his own package, his own gifts to offer to this world. Do you know, have a clue, what yours are? As it is understood, you must remember that the starting point for dealing with one's own issues in life, after we have confessed our sins, is to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, as to be filled full of the Holy Spirit, and then strive to establish a true relationship with him. You must choose to walk as one with a heart of thanksgiving and with an attitude of gratitude. When you willfully choose to accept change and corrections in your life, you are also choosing to grow forward and to keep on pressing. In other words, to keep it moving and moving forward. You must understand 
that making no decision is still making a decision. You are accountable for that choice. You must choose to change. You must choose to grow. Personally, I have chosen to change. Therefore, I have chosen to grow while yet becoming. I must become the me that God called forward. I suggest that you choose wisely. As you go forward into your day, remember that this is your time. Manage it well. Be grateful to God for the generous deposits that he has in and for your life. Pray often. Let gratitude and humility be your banner. Let thanksgiving be your words of praise. Know for yourself that Jesus, he is enough for you. When you show up on his behalf, he will show up and show out for and through you. Trust in him and watch him do you good. Pursue opportunities to encourage and be an inspiration to others that are around you and in your presence. Also, don't forget to encourage yourself. Be authentic. Give great value to the people that God has placed in your life. He put them there to help you to become. Also, give value to yourself. As a believer in the body of Christ, you must know for yourself that Jesus is the answer and never the question. Thank you so much for joining us here today at Naomi's Word. Have a happy, thankful Thursday, everyone. Give someone a kind word, a hug, or a smile today. Do some random act of kindness just because you can and just because you know that Jesus has provided, loves, and cares for you unconditionally. He dumped the garbage of our sins into the sea of forgetfulness and placed it and replaced it with his gift of love, joy, and peace through the Holy Spirit. Walk in it. Because of the sacrifice that he made for you and for me, God, he is the greatest gift giver of all. You must know that for yourself, that he is. You must know for yourself, again, that he is. Hebrews 13.8 says, Jesus is eternally changeless, always the same yesterday and today and forevermore. And just as a reminder, just as much as our God is keeping and protecting you, just look around you. Listen and see that there are others who are hurting or are in need. These people are called our neighbors, and the Bible says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Pray and ask God what you can do to help. Store up these treasures in him. Never question the results of your love for God by paying it forward. I promise that you will be rewarded by him for your gifts of love. Amen. I know in my heart and in my mind, once again, that Jesus is enough for me. How about you? Won't he do it? Know that you are loved and that you are awesome. Jesus loves you and so do I. You have a fantastic, marvelous, thankful Thursday and a fabulous week in him. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, and amen. Always encouraged, always inspired. You know, when we are coming upon, I heard her say what she always says, have a, a, a fabulous, thankful Thursday. Well, we are coming upon Thanksgiving here shortly, uh, a week from today. And if you want to join us for prayer, be, be with us on Thanksgiving Day uh, because it is early and we will, we will be here just thankful uh, to God for uh, giving us another season. Um, to, to, I don't think we um, focus enough on the fact that we're really thankful to God for provision. Amen. That that's really what um, that particular holiday is for. Um, thanking God for his provision. Those, it was established, we all know, um, for when, when the, the, the pilgrims and the Indians sat down. But it was because of um, what they had been able to harvest. And they had this great harvest meal. Well, we are in harvest season, so we want to thank God for his provision for our lives in every way, uh, even sustaining us. Amen. I'm a witness. He is a sustaining God uh, in the worst circumstances. He is the sustaining God in the best circumstances. He is the sustaining God. It is God that gives increase. Amen. And so we, we definitely want to be thinking on that for the next week, you know, 
Uh, how thankful are we? Why are we so thankful to God? You know, what has he done, not only for us, but for those that we love and, and for those that we see in community? What what has God done? Why do we have so many reasons to be thankful? And so it will be a time of thanksgiving. Every day the word says is a day of thanksgiving. You know, we, we ought to be thankful to God. Amen. Amen. And with that said, I just give glory to God and thank him, hallelujah, for being able to live and move and have my being, hallelujah, God, just the presence, the spirit that you have given, God, that that enables me to keep pressing on, to keep pushing on. God, thank you for the spirit that you have given all of us, God, that gives us the ability to get up, to keep moving, keep pressing forward, oh God, the ability, oh God, to keep trusting in you, the ability, oh God, hallelujah, Lord Jesus, to keep focusing on you, the ability, oh God, to understand, to hear from you, oh God, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you, hallelujah, God, just for being our God, we have an option, Dang, we have options, and God, we thank you that we have chosen the true and living God, because you, oh God, have chosen us. Hallelujah, God, you chose us. Hallelujah, from the foundation. God, you chose us, and our name is written in the Lamb's book of life. God, you chose us, and you will not let us be plucked from your hand, God, because you chose us. We are your own, oh God. Hallelujah. So we give you glory for that, that you chose us, oh God. And we thank you that we had sense enough, oh God, out of all the options that we've been given to know that we ought to choose you. Hallelujah, God. Glory, 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 glory for your revelation, oh God, that you alone are God. And beside you there is none other. Hallelujah. Beside you, oh God, there is none other. We give you glory and honor and praise and power, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. We're going to make this journey, oh God. You're not going to let our feet slip, oh God. You're going to keep us pressing toward the mark, oh God. You're going to keep our eyes open, oh God, that we may see. Hallelujah, God, that we not be sleepers. Hallelujah, hallelujah, God. Higher who miss things, oh God, who miss times, who miss seasons, who miss opportunities, God, who miss the Issachar anointing, oh God. Hallelujah, the operation of it because we are asleep. We thank you, oh God, that we are wide awake and we are watchmen on the wall, oh God, and we see danger approaching, oh God, not only danger, but God, we also see blessing approaching, oh God, and we realize the times and the seasons, oh God, that you were appointing, hallelujah, Jesus, in our lives, God. We thank you. We are wide awake. Glory to God. We are wide awake, oh God, and we thank you that we take a, a, a firm stand, oh God, on the firm foundation, which is you. Oh God, hallelujah, Jesus. And we are not moved, oh God. There is no shifting, hallelujah, with you, oh God, that causes us to sink, oh God, because when you shift, it's only because you're taking us to a greater level, oh God. It's only because you're, you're taking us from glory to glory, oh God. Hallelujah, we just want to stay rooted, oh God. We just want to keep our feet firmly planted on the firm foundation, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus, there are no cracks. Hallelujah, Lord God, not on your firm foundation. Awesome, God, we're going to make this journey Hallelujah, because we have a destination. Your your yoke, oh God, is easy and your burden is light, oh God. Hallelujah. So we thank you for it, oh God. That though it may seem sometimes a bit heavy, oh God, it's easy. Hallelujah. And with you, it's light. All we have to do is just give it to you. Hallelujah, Jesus. Just keep walking and let you hold it, oh, God, because you know what it is to bear the cross, oh, God. Hallelujah. You know what it is, oh, God. Hallelujah. We we, we affectionately or, 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 or jokingly say we bear our own cross, but no, oh, God, you bore the cross. Hallelujah. That we would not have to. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. So when things seem heavy, all we have to do is give it over to you and you'll take care of it, oh, God. Hallelujah, that we can get through this thing, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, the race is not given to the swift, 
nor the battle to the strong, O God, but it is given to the one that endures to the end. So we thank you that we have endurance, O God, because that is what you give to us, O God, that we not become weary in well-doing, O God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, for we will reap if we faint not, God. You've got something for all of us, God. Hallelujah. We thank you that, yeah, God, all truths run parallel. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus. And so even as the word has been spoken on this morning, even as things have been confirmed, oh, God, we thank you right now, God, hallelujah, that all truths run parallel, oh, God. Hallelujah. You stay in the same vein. You let us know what it is that we need to know, oh, God. You keep our footing sure, oh, God, you. If we keep our eyes on you, oh God, fixed, hallelujah, on you, oh God, you'll get us to our destination, oh God. We thank you right now, God, for those things that are in the refining process, oh God, in the name of Jesus, that even the worst situation, oh God, hallelujah, the fire that we are in, oh God, in the name of Jesus, brings those things up to the top, oh God, that they be removed. And we thank you for deliverance, God, in the name of Jesus, for each and every one of your people, oh God, because how is it that we can go from glory to glory, hallelujah, if we don't go through a refining process, God, a refining process all our own, oh God, Dr. Arrington's refining process, oh God, is not for me to inspect and wipe, oh God, but it is for you to look at, oh God. My refining process, oh God, is not for anyone else to inspect, oh God, and wipe. Oh God, but it is for you to look at and remove that which you already knew was down on the inside. Oh God, and you want to use the greater things, God. Hey, you want to use the best things about all of us, oh God. So you allow the fire, God, in the name of Jesus, to come and cause a burning, oh God, to come and cause uncomfortability, God, to come and cause those things that are within, oh God, those hidden things, God, those things that may even lock dormant to come up to the top, oh God, in the name of Jesus, that they be removed, oh God, and so we thank you, oh God, that you not leave us in the state that we are in and we don't even realize, oh God, hallelujah, Jesus, hallelujah, Jesus, pre-existing conditions, God, we thank you, you don't leave those pre-existing conditions in us, oh God. Hallelujah, but you have the power, oh God, to cause that existing, that, that pre-existing condition, oh God, to be healed. That you, oh God, cause it, oh God, to be no more. In the name of Jesus, deliverance is what you desire for your people. Hallelujah. And we thank you for full deliverance, God. We thank you for the process, oh God, because it is a rolling process. It is a step-by-step process, God. We thank you for that now, God. Not only for the natural healings that you give, but for the supernatural spiritual blessings, oh God, that you give called healing. In the name of Jesus, because you are a faithful God, because you are a loving God. Hallelujah. You don't desire to see your church. Hallelujah. The capital C. How with spots and wrinkles, God. You don't desire to see the church. Capital C, God. Hallelujah. Be lost. Because it is written that it shall not be. Hallelujah, God. And we thank you that we are part of the capital C church, God. Hallelujah. That you're going to receive unto yourself without spot or wrinkle, God. And so it is the refiner's process hey, that we all go through, that we be the capital C without spot or wrinkle, God. The capital C church, hallelujah, is not a building. The capital C, hallelujah, Jesus, is not something we can touch. Hallelujah, Jesus, open the door too. Oh, God, hallelujah, but it is the capital C church. Oh, God, the body of Christ, the collective, how that is yours, oh, God, your bride that you call to yourself. God, we thank you that we are that. We thank you that we are they, and that you keep us spot-free, that you keep us wrinkle-free, oh, God. No spray can do it here. God, will you keep us spot-free? You keep us wrinkle-free, oh, God. Hallelujah. No dryer can do it. Hallelujah, God. You keep us spot-free. You keep us wrinkle-free, God. Hallelujah. Ah, yeah, 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 God. No iron can do it. 
Those are all things that we look at, oh, God, that are tangible things in the earth. But, oh, God, your process is spiritual. Your process, oh, God, is supernatural. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. We thank you right now, God, for everyone, oh, God, that needs a natural healing. God, we pray for Dr. Will now in the name of Jesus that you touch his body. God, we realize that he's already come through most of the process. But we thank you, God, that you lay your hand on him right now in the name of Jesus and that you would touch him and even on this morning, God, cause him to rise up, oh, God, hallelujah, and be healed. Cause him to rise up, oh, God, with no cough and congestion. God, cause him to rise up, oh, God, and feel rejuvenated. Cause him to rise up, oh, God, hallelujah, in you, oh, God, and be Filled, hallelujah, and the spirit that is you drives out everything that's not like you. So we speak to every infirmity in his body, and we call it right now healed in the name of Jesus. We call it right now, hallelujah, everything in his body to be balanced now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, God, touch, touch, touch now. Hallelujah, God, heal from the top of his head to the sole of his feet, oh God, and even those conditions that are in his body, oh God, hallelujah, that have remained for a time, God, we thank you that you sustain him inside of that, that he have no effects of that, oh God, not only this morning, but tomorrow morning and in the mornings to come, God, put an extra pep in his step, oh God, in the name of Jesus, glory be to God, healing God. Hallelujah, God, that can open blinded eyes. Heal, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. Oh, hallelujah, oh God, that needs you right now, God, that needs a healing, oh God. Hallelujah, you are the God, oh God, that calls the lame to walk. Surely, oh God, you can do just as great or greater. Hallelujah, Jesus. No thing is too great. No thing is too small. Oh God, so we thank you for it now that it is done. In Jesus' name, God. Fire of God for done. They come up in the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Healing, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. We speak now even to healing of the mind, healing of the heart, God, healing of the spirit. Wherever the adversary has tried to strike a blow, God, we thank you for healing now, God. We thank you, oh God, hallelujah. Not only that you're healing, God, but you cause it to be a reinforced place that it doesn't injure so easily. The mind isn't so easily injured, oh God. Hallelujah. The thought process isn't damaged, oh God. In the name of Jesus, God, even the heart, oh Oh, God, that it doesn't break as easily, oh, God, that it is not affected as easily, oh, God. In the name of Jesus, we thank you now that footing is sure, oh, God, and regardless of the things that go on around us, oh, God, hallelujah, you keep us moving, oh, God, in the right direction, oh, God, in the name of Jesus, healed and whole, healed and whole, hallelujah, and every effort of the adversary is futile, oh God. We thank you that you keep us hidden in plain view, God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, oh God, hallelujah, yeah, 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 God, that we are winners through you, oh God, for the race is not given to the swift, nor to the battle to the strong, oh God, but it is given, oh God, to the one that endures to the end. So we thank you for endurance, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for endurance, oh God. We thank you for dedication, oh God, hallelujah, 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 and we thank you for the ability to persevere through you, God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for covering. We thank you for protection, oh God. We thank you for divine revelation. We thank you, God, for divine strategy, oh God. We thank you now in the name of Jesus. That no weapon that is formed against us shall prosper. Hallelujah, God, which means all weapons may form. Hallelujah. But they don't shoot and touch. Hallelujah. They fall to the ground, God. Hallelujah. Every dark God, every arrow now, in the name of Jesus, every ill word, oh God, in the name of Jesus, falls to the ground, oh God. We are who you said we are. We shall do what you said it is and we shall do. We shall be who it is you have called us, oh God. Hallelujah before we ever left the womb. For you know the thoughts 
that you think toward us, oh God, the plans that you have that are good and not of evil, they are plans, oh God, to bring us to an expected end, oh God, oh God, so we thank you for your expected end and not for the end that the adversary may have, oh God, because we are locked inside of sin, because we are locked inside of inhibitions, because we are locked inside of doubt, because we are locked, oh God, inside of everything that is contrary to the spirit of God, so we speak to it now in the name of Jesus, and we call it powerless. Everything that is contrary to the Spirit of God, we render it powerless, God, in the name of Jesus, because you, oh God, hallelujah, are all powerful, oh God, and you said that we could do greater works than that which you did, oh God, and so that which you spoke to, every storm, and you said, peace be still, greater than that you said shall we do, and so we have the ability to speak to every storm, and so we have the ability, oh God, to speak to everything that's not like you. God, we have the ability, oh God, hallelujah, to call those things out, oh God, in the name of Jesus that ought not be within us, that ought not be within the body, in the name of Jesus. So we speak to everything that's not like you, and we decree and declare, hallelujah, we stand upon your word, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Peace we speak now in the name of Jesus. We call out every demon. We call out every devil now in the name of Jesus. And go back from which you come. Hallelujah. We don't need pigs to drive you into. Hallelujah. Because the Lord, hallelujah, our God, hallelujah, is a powerful God. And you can't stand in his presence. So we thank you that you be with us, God. Hallelujah. In every place, oh God, that the light that we have is not our own, but it is one of you, God. In the name of Jesus. We speak that to the body of Christ. We speak that to the church, oh God, that we be what it is that you call us to be in this season. God, not selfish, but selfless. God, that we do a great work, oh God, greater work than you did, oh God. When we consider what it is that you did in the earth, oh God, let what we do be equal or greater than the work that you did. Oh God, that we be faithful to your word, oh God, that your word be the truth, hallelujah, and not a lie, oh God, because we know that it is. Let you be truth and every man be a liar. In the name of Jesus. So we stand on the firm foundation. We stand on you, oh God. We stand on the word in the name of Jesus. And we call everything, oh God, that be dross to come out now in the name of Jesus and be driven. Hallelujah. God, we speak not about persons, oh God, but we speak to the spirit that is contrary to the spirit of God, whether it be within us or whether it be somewhere else. We speak to it now, God. Hallelujah. Everything that is howling contrary to you. Hallelujah. You are not a part of the capital C. So you can't stay inside the capital C. Hallelujah. Church. Hallelujah, God. We thank you for deliverance of the body. That we be able to be the capital C. In the name of Jesus. And we thank you that we be able to do greater than what you did, God. Even the words that we speak. God, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, this is the day, hallelujah, that the Lord has made, and so we speak into this day, oh God, and in days to come, hallelujah, don't let us fall by the wayside, oh God, hallelujah, Jesus, I pray right now, oh God, for my pastor in the name of Jesus, I pray, oh God, that you would touch him now. God, as always, God, wrap your loving arms around him and let him feel your spirit, God. God, his mind, God, his heart. Oh, God, God, his spirit now in the name of Jesus. God, God, his eye gate, God, his ear gate, God, his mouth gate now in the name of Jesus. God, let him be filled with you, oh, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. And every time, oh, God, hallelujah, let him be Filled with you, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus, 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 Jesus. And because he be filled with you, oh God, you trickle into every other aspect of his life. Every single one, oh God, like a river that run through it, God. Hallelujah, like a river run through it, God, run through his life. Hallelujah, God, like a river run, oh God, 
flow in the name of Jesus. Flow through his mind, oh God. It like a river flow, God. Flow through his heart, God, in the name of Jesus. God, like a river flow. Flow through his spirit, God, in the name of Jesus. Like a river flow, God. Flow through his life in the name of Jesus. Hey, God, wherever he may be, flow, oh God, power of the living God. Hallelujah, touch him from the top of his head to the sole of his feet. Flow, hey, oh, flow, God. Hallelujah, in his ministry, flow, God. Open his ears to hear from you. Open his eyes to see you. Hallelujah, in his Spirit, oh God, to receive everything that it is that you say and you reveal. Do it, God, in the name of Jesus. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Go forth because this day is dominated. Hallelujah. And so are days to come when you speak, eh, when you speak. When you speak and you command in Jesus' name, when you speak and you declare and decree in Jesus' name, when you take a stand, hallelujah, on the firm foundation, which is God, knowing that he has you, knowing that he supports you, knowing that he's holding you, you'll dominate the days to come as well. Hallelujah. Go forth. But don't forget to encourage someone else to do the same in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.